This is Morgan Hazelwood, back again with more writing tips and writerly musings. Today, I'm here to share with you my top five tips for reading your own work. As you might know, I do some voice acting for the folktale audio drama, Anansi Storytime, at anansistorytime.com. Um, where I've been everything from a narrator to many different goddesses to a girl. Plus, as a writer looking for an agent, I'm dreaming of that day when people show up to listen to me read my own work, however terrifying that would be. So when I see panels reading your own work at conventions, I like to show up and see what else I can pick up. Usually, they're workshops. This year at Balticon, the session was more of a panel with a round or so of audience participation at the end. But I learned a lot of things specific to reading your own manuscript that I didn't already know. So from that panel, here are my top five tips for reading your own manuscript at an author reading. One. Pick a scene with action, dialogue, and stop on a cliffhanger. Okay, that, that kind of sounds like three, but pick a good scene. I'd always imagined that you needed to start your reading at the beginning of the novel. Surely you'd confuse your readers otherwise. In truth, no matter how your novel actually starts, when you're reading for an audience, you want something active that isn't too introspective. Although you do need the scene to focus on the main or one of the main characters. Second, rehearse. So often writers and their audience believe that since you wrote it, surely you know your novel forwards and backwards. But even if you aren't a writer, can you remember a joke you wrote maybe posted three months ago with the exact wording? Probably not. I promise this isn't a marker of a fake writer or someone who's not meant to do this. Most authors practice their readings. After several read-throughs, you'll get to know how many pages will typically take you to the one-minute mark or the five-minute mark or the 20-minute mark, whichever length of reading you're preparing for. And make sure to give yourself a little extra script if you need to be sure to fill the time. Nerves and a live audience make most people speed up no matter how much they've practiced. Feel free to give an intro and talk about the book and yourself and the story, not just telling the backstory, but selling yourself and the novel. You don't just have to read during a reading. Who knew? Tip three, print it out and mark it up. A lot of authors print that scene out in big font so they don't lose their place and they mark it all up. Put in pauses where you want to raise your pitch, where you want to lower your volume. Highlight the different characters' dialogue in different colors, whatever you need to make the reading more exciting to listen to. Which leads us into tip four, be expressive. Use multiple voices, those ones you just highlighted in different colors. 
Use over-exaggerated faces. If you commit, so will your audience. When someone is having fun reading, so does their audience. Think about reading a child a bedtime story. You don't just read it. You make the voices. You make the pouts. You want the story to be enjoyable to the kid. Unless you really want them to fall asleep. Maybe that's where I've been going wrong. Hmm. Anyway, enunciate. Make sure you don't turn your story into a mumble. And five, don't be afraid to edit the scene. Wait, what? I was stunned. Yet it seemed kind of obvious in retrospect when they mentioned this. I'd always imagined half the audience having the scene memorized and ready to ding you if you misspoke a single sentence. But that's not who you're reading to. This audience wants you to succeed. They've shown up ready to be entertained and to have the experience of the words being spoken by the writer. To have something fresh and new. If you've ever been to a concert, which is more exciting? A set playlist where everything is by the books and they wait exactly 90 seconds of applause before coming out for the surprise encore? Or a band with a huge song playlist picking and choosing what song they feel like tonight with a more organic feel? The audience is there for your take on your manuscript the sound of foreshadowing in your voice, the excitement of the scene, the wrinkled nose, and a character's disgust at Kiwi. What can I say? Some characters have no taste. So make it easy for them to love your reading. Cut the dialogue tags, especially if you're using voices. Do you have asides and mentions of side plots that aren't relevant for this scene? Cut them. Do you head jump a lot and don't have a full reading's worth from one character's point of view? Clip them together. Make the scene as standalone as you can, except for that cliffhanger ending, and leave them your number, or I mean by links at the end. So these notes were from the Balticon 52 panel, reading your own work. The panelists were Dave Robeson, Starla Hutchton, Valerie Michaels, Stephen Howell Wilson, and moderated by Aaron Kazmark. If I mispronounce anybody's names, I'm sorry. And that's all for today. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, hit that subscribe button and share it with all your friends. It goes a long way towards helping people find me. And I'll be back again next Monday with more writing tips and writerly musings. Bye-bye.